Y'all, listen. Luke is in the backstage right now. I got some stuff I got to cover, and then we're going to get right to it. I'm excited to have him. Uh, this will bring a completely new aspect to Dragon Drive events because this guy takes – I can't, we'll, we'll find out how many pictures he takes, but I bet it's a 1,000 or more during the week. And uh, the first issue of Sick the Magazine, he wrote every word in it. So that's going to be a lot of fun to cover, uh, but we got to get into it here. Let me, let me jump into my notes here, go into everything that we've got. Of course, every live stream that we're doing between – now, today, and the end of Sick Week, and probably one or two after, uh, is sponsored by Destroyer1320.com. Don't turn your Sick Week into Suck Week because your Mopar gets stolen. Um, basically, let me let me play this for you real quick. I put this together this morning. Destroyer is uh, Eric. Are you tired of worrying about your car when it's parked in the parking lot? You're not around it. You're at dinner. You're at the mall. You're worried about it? Stop being worried about it, man. Go over to www.destroyer1320.com. Get yourself neutral release cover. If you pull this up and you don't see that, go over to destroyer1320.com. Get yourself one of them. Do yourself a favor. Get the latest TDS OBD2 cover. That will stop people from cloning your key. Head over to www.destroyer1320.com now. All right. Can't thank him enough for that, obviously. Hawassi Tire and Lube took care of us. Mounted up the drag radials. Tyler and Aaron are hauling those down in the... Taco Time Fairmont. Uh, I've got a video that drops. The full video of that visit drops today, uh, probably at two or three o'clock after we get um, off with Luke. And then the Taco Time Fairmont short dropped earlier. And then, guys, of course, we got to thank the folks that made the podcast room possible. Tom Stark, Tyler Petrum, Ryan Wing, Donovan Green, Matt Monroe, Dino Cardella, Big Bad Daddy, the Cowboy Yankee, John Marat. Can't, I, I love it. I've got to have more time so I can finish this thing out. Okay, enough of all of that stuff. Before we get into this, as we're bringing uh, Mr. Luke on, and I'm going to ask how to say his last name the second he comes on, because I think it's Newhoff, but I don't want to mess it up. So, but like and share this right now so we can get it, so we can get as many people in here asking questions as possible. All right. You tired of hearing me talk? And you ready to do some talking? Oh, good. Let's go. <laughs> awesome. And, you, so, got, and you got the pronunciation right, I have to say, too. So, nice. Good, good, good effort. Yeah. Nice. Um, I, I want to start out with where you're from because. Uh, the spelling is definitely different than some redneck in Arkansas would have spelled New <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of uh, it's kind of ironic. Like my uh, my wife's last name is Smith, and uh, and I have the yeah this ridiculously hard to spell uh, <laughs> Um But yeah, the, the that it's uh, it's Dutch originally. Uh, my grandfather he was from um, the Netherlands, and he moved to Australia uh, after the war, and uh, yeah, and then the family built from there, and uh, yeah, so. Me, myself, I'm from Perth, Australia. That's where most of my family is from. Nice. Um, so how long have you been in the States? Because you live in Tampa, right? Yeah, living in Tampa. So lived here about um, three years now, I think. So yeah, got married about three years ago now. Um, and yeah, been, been here ever since. I see how you did the visa there. You married into the States. I'm, <laughs> just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, like, I mean... It's a, one of those things with a, with a long distance relationship. Yeah. Uh, eventually, you have to decide, you know, which way to go. And we look, well, you know, <laughs> do do I come over here? Does uh, my wife move to Australia? But um, yeah, we we decided to uh, to do the USA for a while, and maybe we'll do Australia in a few years. We'll see how it goes. That's awesome. I would love to visit um, Australia. So you guys move there. I'll come visit you. Hang out at gotcha. your house. And the uh, I would think as far as car culture, and this is this is not on topic at all, but like their car culture is amazing. 
Um, but they're super strict on car stuff there where, you know, especially Florida and, you know, Arkansas, they don't care. They're like, Hey, is it got headlights and taillights? Perfect. Go mm-hmm. on and drive around. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a pretty strong car culture in, in Australia regardless, but you're certainly <laughs> a little bit more limited, uh, you know, in what, what you can do and, and keeping it registered. That's why I think like when you look at like the Australia, the street machine drag challenge down there, like the, the fight there right now is for this first six second pass. But I, I think when you're kind of looking at it down there, it has the same significance as the chase for the first five here, because realistically yeah. you're not going to see a, a pro mod style vehicle on Australian roads. So there's only so far you can, you can take the technology. So what we have is guys with pro mod levels of power, but putting them into into you know cars that have a lot a lot more factory elements than uh, than say <laughs> yeah. you know Tom Bailey's or Dave Schroeder's cars. Yeah, that's for sure. And I'm excited. I've been doing some uh, 60, 60 second spotlights on those cars, and so I'm trying to um, up my coverage, trying to be better for the folks that are at home. And so I'm trying to learn about all these cars, and so I'm spending you know thirty minutes or an hour on all of these cars, trying to you know especially the fastest ones, trying to learn and then take uh, specific stuff and drop it into, you know, a 60 second video. So it can, it can hit the shorts. Um, it can hit, you know, Facebook reels. It can hit YouTube or uh, Instagram reels and all that kind of stuff. So trying to, trying to keep as many people updated as possible. Guys, as we go through, I'll be dropping your, your comments from the chat uh, onto the screen. If there's a specific question about something you want to ask, uh, put your question marks in front of the question. So it really calls out to me. So, Dude, let, let's get into this. Um, where can people follow you? Like, um, you know, Facebook, Instagram. Do you have a YouTube channel? <laughs> I, I don't. I honestly, I haven't. I have a personal Instagram that I barely post to, shamefully. <laughs> it's just absolute new half, I think. Like, uh, I really need to get more on top of that. But like, you know, I, I spend time updating all the, the sick stuff. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of the coolest stuff that, you know, We'll post. We'll, we'll be up on all those accounts. So yeah, maybe maybe I do need to get more onto my own uh, own, own socials. But it's just as you probably know, you have you have so many channels to to check. Yeah. At at some point, you guys say, well, eh, maybe I don't need to worry about <laughs> adding yeah. another one. Well, and like you know, we're going to talk about how you ended up with sick the mag stuff in in a few minutes. But like you know, we run all of the car stuff, and then also have mountain bike stuff. And then I'm actually creating another YouTube channel that's dedicated to drag and drive content. So it's, it's overwhelming. So I, I don't have a personal Michael Narks social media at all. It's all Narcoleptic customs because I, I don't have time and we live and breathe cars anyway. So that's, yep. that's all you would see on my personal it's, stuff. There's anyways. only so many notifications a human being needs <laughs> oh. in a day, you know. <laughs> oh, I can't handle it, man. I can't handle no. it. So, um, well, everybody, of course, that's probably watching this knows you as the guy that um, that is running around with a camera at any Dragon Drive. You attended every Dragon Drive for 2021, right? Yeah, I think got to about the only one that we missed, I think was Carolina um, drag wow. cruise, which was actually, I mean, that's a, that's a smaller event. And I'm almost ashamed to admit, we only sort of found out about it at a, at a very late stage. And, yeah. but that's, that's what's cool about dragon drivers. Actually, we were, you know, realizing there's so, there's so many more events than we even thought. Like you kind of think of the major ones, you obviously yeah. got drag week, you've got Midwest drags, you've got Rocky Mountain, but yeah, like you start finding about all these other uh, dragon drive events that are just cropping up just, you know, everywhere all around the country that the scene is really exploding right now yeah i love there's there's a ton of drag weekends you know like um 
one guy's garage does a drag weekend kind of in the Midwest. And then we host one in April that uh, stays here like Joplin and Sedalia, Missouri is what we're doing this year. That's for charity. I mean, just tons of crazy stuff. And I think we're going to see an insane explosion after sick week. I really do. Um, but let's talk about that in a minute. Let's talk about how you got into photography. Cause like, I mean, uh, again, that's what I was saying. Everybody knows you for that, but like, I don't know. My question is, is there a moment you remember that pushed you towards automotive photography? Because we're friends uh, on Facebook. And so there's, there's some scenery shots, you know, that you're really good at. And then you're really good at capturing the moment uh, for automotive too. So like, like, how did you, how did you end up where you're at now? Probably like, I think it just started um, back when digital cameras were kind of like just new and interesting. Um, I think I was like 16 years old and, um, my dad brought home like a, a digital camera that his work had. I'm like, oh, can you know, can I take that? Da- can I take that to the drags? You know, and because my parents, um, they both raced um, motorcycles in in Australia nice. for um, for a long time. So I was always around the the drags when I was a kid and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, talked him into letting me take his works camera uh, to the track and took a few photos. And I got this um, uh, I got this uh, photo of like a, uh, a you call it a pro mod here. We call it stop door slammer in Australia. Um, but this uh, pro mod was doing a big wheel stand uh, at mid track and none of the other photographers who were track side got it, but I happened to get a photo um, and that got published in a magazine. So that was like my first published photo and that was all really, you know, cool at the time. And yeah. Um, and then just sort of like, uh, I don't know, it, it built from there. Like I was doing, um, I used to play the old NHRA drag racing game on PC and we had a little, like yep. we had a little league that we ran with the message board and um we used to have virtual events and then we, you know, I would write up virtual event reports that we would then nice. post online. And then someone at the local track said, Hey, like you can write about these guys doing it like in the video game. Like, do you want to just come down and help with the ones for real? So yeah, a lot, a lot of things snowballed from there. And I was given some really good opportunities by um, some people back at the track in Perth at the time. And yeah, like, like everything just sort of, it snowballs and then you don't realize how you got, yeah, so far from where where it yeah, all started. Then suddenly you're in the middle of a magazine. You're the the dude that wrote every word Tom said uh, for the first issue. <laughs> I I do I do have to correct Tom a little bit on that. Like, uh, yeah, we did we uh, obviously we had Philip on board, so he was um yeah giving us a lot of good content there. So nice. certainly, yeah, we we I mean, we've I think we worked out that the first issue was like forty thousand words or something, just ridiculous. It was basically like a you know, the equivalent of like a small novel spread through a spread yep. through a magazine so um yeah, yeah. Is, is, it we, is it weird that i keep those in this the uh cellophane package that they came no, in that, like <laughs> that is not weird at all like we were doing a bit of a, a clean out of our house the other day and um and my wife's like what do you want to do with this and it's the uh the, yeah the envelope it came in and, up, and i'm like i don't really want to throw it out and i can't tell you why i don't want to throw it out i just don't I know. want to yeah. uh, so- and so we kept it <laughs> So I've got like a, a lot of stuff, a lot of editing I do is at the dinner table, right? Just at the end of the table. And so I've got like a little table that kind of sits off to the side that keeps a bunch of crap on it. And they're both stacked up. Both issues just are all four issues, I guess, as mm-hmm. you'll say, it, you know, uh, just kind of stacked up over there in the thing. So nobody, nobody messes with them. So I, I would imagine there's a lot of folks that are uh, the same way about their issues. Yeah, it was kind of an unexpected hit was the, the envelopes. Um <laughs> Like we've seen people like carrying their uh, copies around the track in the envelope and I'll get it out for people yeah. to sign and it goes back into the envelope. Like, oh, so I, I think, think about that. Think, 
Yeah, I think people really like using it as like little uh, carry case. So, like, we, we honestly didn't expect it. We just thought, like, these envelopes are cool, like, and they'll protect the magazine. And But, yeah, it's turned into a, a bit of a sleeper hit. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and the, uh, you know, the coloring of them, it's funny. I think one of them was bright gold, the one I got anyways. I don't mm-hmm. know if there's – if it was like, hey, send us, you know, 5,000 – packages we don't care what color they are we just need them you know i don't know if it was like <laughs> well that, but... originally tom wanted all orange ones and they only had like i think a thousand orange ones or something so we had to get some of the other colors and nice. like it's just just a case of getting what we can and obviously with everything right now it's tough to get <laughs> enough of everything so we just yeah. we were taking whatever they could give us basically that's great that's great so it's funny you know as like everybody that got on early will all have these different ones. And then once they get it all sorted, everyone will come orange later or something. Yep, that's right. That's <laughs> That'll right. be really cool. That's exciting. Um, so when's the next issue dropped in? So we're probably coming it's up at the, on it's one. Actually, it's actually at the printers right now. So with the last oh, wow. one, we were just, um, it went to print a little bit later than we would have liked. And that was purely because of, um, there's like a worldwide paper shortage right now. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but we're getting this one on track. And I, I think it, it's actually due to arrive um, at Tom's shop while we're away at sick week so oh nice uh, okay yeah it'll, it'll be out reasonably soon after sick week yeah what uh not, that what... won't be the sick week issue the sick week issue itself <laughs> will be out in uh in april yeah what what coverage do you have in in the newest one then so the newest one is um it's got a lot of features in it um obviously this is the first one we've done where we don't have like a couple of major events mm-hmm. uh sort of as the base for it so we've got uh i think uh, six to eight uh feature cars in there yeah we do a, a, a the coverage of miles of mayhem finally uh yeah. the, the canadian event um we were able to give that a bit of space finally which is really cool yeah um featuring yeah our road trip drag challenge from australia uh we feature carolina drag crews so we were able to give a little bit of attention uh with the space that we had to to some of those other events and i think as we're more organized in the in the year to come like they'll be implemented as they go a lot, lot closer yeah. to when they actually uh happen but you know this one is uh yeah it's 200 pages um yeah it's got some just kick-ass stuff in it still that's awesome um 200 pages is a bunch i don't know like you know heyday of truck and magazine like were they i mean they were probably 200 pages but it was very thin it was nothing like mm-hmm. this magazine that's uh, yeah I mean, that's, that's pretty wild that's what we want to do we want to you know make a, a premium product like nice yeah. paper um very minimal minimal advertising so that yeah, it's like I say to people, like it's a bit like uh, if you go to go to an event like Drag Week or Midwest Drags or or whichever one you go to, um, it's a little bit like you, you got to get the magazine because it's like a yearbook, you know. It's like how yep. you're gonna that's how you're gonna remember the event in future years or something. You can show the kids I went there, I saw this place, you know. Yeah, I remember yeah. that gas station. Th- like. This is this is Daddy's car right here. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe when we we flipped through, so I immediately got it immediately opened, and I was like flipping through trying to find the cart, and dude. The, the pit, you have both carts in one picture. I was like, this is the best day ever. <laughs> and I'm sure you guys get that all the time. You know, people I thanking mean, you for putting in the magazine and all that kind of stuff. I just couldn't no, believe you took pictures of our crap boxes. Oh, it's, it's kind of <laughs> like, it's kind of funny. You hear so much about how like, uh, you know, print is dead and nobody wants print. And yeah. I think we even had like, we were doing like a Facebook advertising campaign as you do. And someone wrote up like, I don't know why you have this in print. It should be an e-magazine. I'm like, well, I think people going by the numbers like i think people yeah. like having something in print it's just yeah it's it's it, nice to be able to look through something that isn't a screen uh all the time yeah. you can just kind of sit down look at a few pages flick through it pick it up put it down like it doesn't have to have 
all your attention at once. It's a much more, I don't know. It's a, yeah, yeah. it's just a nice I, analog experience in a very digital world. <laughs> That's exactly right. And the one thing about the magazine too, and this is just my experience is that it's not something that, you know, a lot of times when I would get a magazine, it's immediately read the articles. And then as magazines got smaller, you know, it was just, it was advertisement, advertisement. Oh, Hey, we're going to put on this X part. Uh, and it's a whole article about how they put on that X part. And so it's not, there wasn't a ton of features. There wasn't a ton of that kind of stuff. It was like, guys, we got to sell ads to keep this magazine alive, you know, instead of like what you guys are doing. It's, it's in my opinion, right from the, the racer and it's based on people. And of course the dragon drive is where, I mean, we're creating an entire channel and everything for dragon drive content, just because it's, I love it. It's the future. In my opinion, there's going to be a lot of that, you know, not just, you know, I, I think five or eight years ago, there was a lot of the streetcar cruise stuff that, you know, you had to drive 20 miles. I think we'll see a lot of that extend. And so, as we go through all this stuff, I think we're going to have a lot more drag and drive, a lot more weekend stuff, you know, race on Saturday, race on Sunday again uh, to prove your car. And why wouldn't you want to do a, a drag and drive event? Like we will make more passes the week of sick week than I will all year long. I mean, literally, mm -hmm. and we host two car events, two drag race events. Like I'll make more passes that time than I will at, at those events. You know, it's, why wouldn't you do something like this? Enjoy your car. No, it's uh, yeah. Enjoying your car is, is precisely it to me. Like it's such a, um, I mean, I, I like the, I, I want to use the word value. I don't know if value is the right word or not, but I think <laughs> there's so much value you can get from a good uh, drag and drive car um, mm -hmm. because you, you can't, you don't just uh, race it, bring it back. You know, it's just, just yep. yourself doing the racing. Like with drag and drive, you can have the whole family along for the week. You can, yeah, you can take your car out for ice cream if you want at other times. Like <laughs> yeah. you're not as limited. Like if you, if you, if you have a dragster and you know, I, I love dragsters. I would love to drive a dragster, but like yep. you can only use a dragster in a very specific um, situation. Yep. Um, you can't take the family out in the dragster and you can't take the dragster through the drive through. Like, right. But I think what dragon drive offers is this chance. And, and I think it helps grow. Um, yeah. Grow, grow drag racing because it takes yep. what's otherwise quite a selfish pursuit. Um, yeah. It turns into something that that your whole family can enjoy, and that, people don't have endless money to to spend on yeah. on all their hobbies and things like that. So, if you can, you know, justify it a little bit more and say, "Hey, this is something we can all enjoy together," I think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And uh, again, like Rich Guido is my hero. Him and Bill Armstrong because like they drive those cars everywhere, no trailer. You know, Rich says he'll pass people going to the track and they'll get to the track. He'll pass them on the track and then he passes them home and they're all sad. You know, I'm like, why wouldn't you drive your car? Cause you just get more, way more miles and way more time. And yep. so plus, you know, your, your thought process is uh, maybe a little different. Now you're going to, now you're going to have fun in it all the time. So, all right, back to sick week stuff. Sorry. Um, we talked just before this, you know, we're riding in a model a, uh, it's got a blown small block in it. We talked about the, maybe some struggles that'll come from that. Uh, what, what are you riding in for the week? Is it at least a cool minivan? So I, I think this week we've actually got um, a few vehicles from Dodge we're going to get to ride in. So I yeah. think we've got a Hellcat Durango. Uh, I think we've got a, a Challenger or something like that. We've got a, a couple of cool cars coming from Dodge that nice. we're going to have as media vehicles for the week. Um, so certainly that's that's good because often you'll you'll okay. turn up at the airport and uh, take whatever you give them hurts, and that, that's your ride for the week. <laughs> But this me, time me we're, and a we're, Nissan Sentra. Oh God! 
<laughs> yeah, this this time we'll have something a bit more uh, yeah on brand. <laughs> so then I need you to I need you to uh, nudge Dodge to go ahead and do a Hellcat Pacifica or Town and Country. I need <laughs> the that. people want it. You know, I'm telling you, man, I would love. How much fun would that thing be? All wheel drive, be a talk, track hawk. <laughs> talk about vehicles that you can do everything with. You could throw the family in it. You know, oh, and then yeah. you can take it to the drag strip. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so two families in that thing. <laughs> yep. So, so that kind of handles that. Are there cars or people that you're excited about, or a class that you're excited to to be around? I, I mean, I think like modified is going to be just so crazy intense. Um, like I expect to see multiple six second averages. Like, and I, I think the winner will probably be somewhere. In, I'll be a little bit conservative and say like the six seventies or six eighties. I think you know it's but it's so that's hard. I mean, it, it could well be like quicker than that like so yeah. that's cool i mean i mean the sheer number of just really quick insane cars is just um yeah it's it's sort of blown our minds you know yeah. i'll i'll look back through the entry list every so often and, and i'll pick up a name that i, I missed the first guy I went, oh i had no idea they were coming and like yeah. it's pretty awesome to have that kind well, of i did that the other that. day with with royce payton i didn't even know he was you know so like a lot mm -hmm. of the race week folks i'm trying to trying to definitely stay in touch with them and follow their stuff, you know, and, uh, and I saw Royce's deal, uh, on the cover shot that you guys are doing with the top bottom and, mm -hmm. uh, top bottom header. And I was like, I didn't even know he's coming. So then I'm, I'm jumping on trying to like do all the research for his car, for the, for the little spotlight I'm doing. That car is insanity. The day one of 2020, we raced oh, yeah. against him because we were in unlimited class. I was like, yep, that's my guy right there. I like that car. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that thing's, that thing is rad. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. and that's what's, yeah. you know, another thing that's all super cool. I was trying to tell, uh, where's Buck from Drag Illustrated this the other day, they'll be coming down to cover the event. And I'm mm -hmm. like, the thing that's, uh, so different about this is that like, if you go to an event where there's say 50 pro mods and there's a pro mod in the pro mod pits, like it's, you know, it's cool, but like yeah. it sort of blends into the crowd. But mm -hmm. when you see some of these, these drag and drive cars and, and especially ones like, uh, Royces like on yeah. a street like you realize actually how extreme these vehicles are and how yeah. you know once you take them out of that normal environment that they're supposed to be in and put them somewhere they're just not supposed to be yeah uh, it's, and it's, and dragging a cool. trailer you know they're like yeah. you got a little trailer behind them with tires mounted on it looks mad maxi and stuff yeah I'm, yeah I'm excited about it. it's gonna be fun um Blaine here's talking about stick shift class uh, he said be ready for stuff to break yeah that's a hundred percent those cars you know, Bill and I had that conversation about how just violent, fast stick shift cars are. You know, it's mm -hmm. nothing and then uh, everything you can throw at it instantly. No, I mean, like, and, and stick shift's hot right now. Like, it seems to mm -hmm. be when we were sort of putting the event together, like, one of the most common questions is, oh, you're going to have a stick shift class. Like, so I think we're going to see that. I mean, you've already got it at Midwest Rags. We've already got a Rocky yep. Mountain Race Week. I guess maybe the next time um, Hot Rod reviews the rules for drag, we, we may we may even see it included there. I don't know. I, yep. I think that would be cool to have it included at that level as well and to complete those, I guess, the grand slam of uh, events that they have. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's uh, So there'll be – so now with Sick Week, what's that, five events, uh, five full drag and drive week events throughout the year? Uh, yeah, yep. So we'll have obviously yep. we'll have Sick Week. We will have uh, Midwest Drags. Rocky Mountain one race two. week one and yeah. two, um, and drag week. So yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's you know, yeah, your miles, anything miles you get into. If you, want, yeah. if you want to throw in that <laughs> in terms of North American events, like yeah, it's, it's man, cool. 
yeah, I need a fast car and a big sponsor. I need somebody to <laughs> write me a check to do all that all year and not be competitive. <laughs> I don't need you to, to want to do it. Uh, Duck Hunter TV says, I think some of the best part is to drive between tracks. And that's that's 100% why Dragon Drive to me is is fun. You know, mm-hmm. being able to hang out with people you'd never, ever be able to walk up to at the track because, you know, t- you know, six second 2.0, that car, I mean, it's a pro mod. Like if he's racing at a pro mod event, like he don't have time mm-hmm. to mess with that stuff. You know, now, you know, he's at a checkpoint for say it's 10 or 15 minutes. You can walk around that car and, and maybe talk to Tom or talk to uh, Dave and John a little bit, you know, about their car. Mm-hmm. And, all, and it's just going to be fun to be out and about. And we ran into Cletus and the gang at a, a gas station one time and it was cool to not see them with 70 people surrounding them with their cameras that you know just be able to hang out and talk so so that's going to be fun um let's uh how do you work into sick the magazine let's work walk people through that stuff because like i mean we all know you take very good photos we know you write well we know you do all that stuff like how do you get how do you meet tom how do you get wrapped up in in this whole thing um, just sheer randomness of life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like Tom needed a, a video guy cause he wanted to like, um, sort of do the YouTube channel and stuff like that. He was like, mm-hmm. Hey, all these people are like, I put my car on their YouTube channels and, and see yeah. all right. So I was like, maybe I should do, do my own deal. Um, mm-hmm. so he was looking for someone up in, um, in Michigan and I just happened to comment like, Hey, if you're ever in Tampa, just let me know. Like, and that was all I commented. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Tom sent me a message like, well, actually, I'm going testing in Tampa. Like, you know, do you want to come and just we'll see how it goes and we'll, yeah. we'll cover the testing or whatever. Um, and we did. And like, you know, and the videos went pretty well. I think Tom thought like testing was going just going to be this boring as shit video. And uh, it's like, and then he got like 20,000 views and he was really happy. And he's like, oh, that's, yeah. that's cool. You know, let's, let's do another one. Uh, that's great. So yeah, it just kind of built from there. So doing his, his video to start with. And then we, um, we were on a road trip, uh, I think in April uh, last year, and we were just talking about um, just magazines and stuff. And and Tom mentioned he had some ideas on getting a drag and drive section into another magazine. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, you know, with, with the effort you'd be putting into that, why, why not just do your own like magazine? Like, yeah. And then we just sort of got talking. So I've got a background. I had an Australian uh, drag racing magazine as well, so had the background there and. Yeah, it's just one of those things that, again, just it snowballs from initial <laughs> conversations into, yeah. It's like a, like a little bit of conversation. Then it's like, you know, actually, we can do that. And, oh, hey, yeah. if we're going to do that, let's do this. And and the one thing I like about it is there's there's no uh, apologies made for this magazine. It's a really nice, you know, it's more expensive than a, a typical magazine you would buy on the stands, but it's mm-hmm. earned. And it's really not that much more expensive. It's, you know, comes out four times a year. So, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, seven dollars. A lot, a lot of supermarket all. magazines yeah. now are, are over ten ten dollars. Like, yeah, and you, you know, with a fraction of the content that we put into ours. So, yeah. I think you know that was the goal. We were like, well, we we charge what we have to charge to 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 make the budget work, um, yeah. and we'll and we'll see where it goes. And and fortunately, the community really got behind it. Um, and, that's and then the they're thing. like, like this is. Then people kept like, "Hey, do you still have issue one? Do you still have issue two? Like, yeah. are there any more of those? I'd like to buy them." Yeah, yeah, we're we're definitely going to do a reprint um, at some stage. <laughs> I think that's great. That, that's a good problem to have, especially in these days. I wonder what like uh, what print magazines are watching that and going, 
how are they doing this? How are they charging that much? How are they, you know, and, and they're trying to figure out. So hopefully it'll be good. It'll be a little bit of a resurgence for us, at least us car guys in the magazine world, you know. I mean, yeah. obviously, stick the mags, number one. We're uh, That's what we're reading all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think definitely seeing more like, yeah, niche niche publications come out, yeah. like where it is small teams of people. And that's the thing, like, that's we, we stay fairly light as an operation with only a few people just working hard on it. Um, I think, you know, like any corporation, as it becomes bigger and you need, you add costs and, and that sort of thing. We're, we're lucky that we're still fairly light right now. So yeah. I think that, that helps. And then uh, we'll, one more question about media stuff. Then we'll get into your stuff, I promise. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Tom's got his channel. Uh, there's also a Sick the Mag channel uh, on YouTube. I mean, are you, do you do videos for all that? Like, I know a lot of the Tom stuff <clears throat> lately is it's almost like a, like a one take video, you know, selfie mm-hmm. stick out, uh, which helps with editing. Obviously it's kind of why the vlog style helps a bunch, but um, do you handle all that stuff for him too? Like, or, or is there a whole team of so, you guys? There's the team has, uh, has grown. Um, so yeah, I, I was doing like a lot of the at event stuff earlier mm-hmm. last year. Um, yeah, that was sort of, that was my stuff. Um, and cool. then Tom would, would do his own stuff back in the shop. Um, yeah. Now he's just hired a guy up there, um, Brian, who's going to be doing some, some video stuff for him and a, and a few other little nice. bits and pieces for, for sick, like um, some yeah. sort of designing and stuff like that. So he's, um, yeah, he's going to be helping out Tom in the future. So, I think cool. uh, as much as I enjoy, uh, yeah, doing those doing those videos, um, the magazine sort of is now the you know the priority and, and making that uh, yeah making that happen. But for yeah for sick week, the the plan is that I'll be mainly dedicating myself to like um, the uh, wrap up videos for each day. So I'll oh, be cool. getting back into the yeah the, the late night editing and all that again for sick week, <laughs> yep. which, will, which will be fun. Oh yeah, we were on a live stream last night, and there were guys. Uh, Hot Rod Dave is one of the guys that was on there. We were kind of talking about the the struggle of guys throughout the week. Is you know, do you wait and turn out a really high like for small YouTubers? Do you wait and turn out a high quality video when you get back home of each day and your uh, stuff, or do you do it in the moment? And I'm a I love the punishment of being up till two or three in the morning at a hotel fighting for Wi Fi trying to get a video to oh. upload. And then, uh, you know, then you go to sleep for three hours, you get back up at 6 a.m., you're outside waiting on people to start their cars and all that kind of stuff. I, I love that side of it. Um, yeah, the, and a lot the, of those the guys Wi-Fi, are like, the Wi-Fi oh, yeah. fight is real. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Suddenly there's, you know, 10 people on laptops trying to edit videos and upload to, to YouTube at the same time. It's a. Uh, mm-hmm. It's pretty brutal. I got to where I was setting timers. Like if my computer said 30 minutes to upload, I would set a timer for like 28 minutes and I'd sleep for that. 28 minutes and yep. then wake up and hit it. So yeah, uh, 815 LSX swap says do it in the moment. I, I think that's probably the right answer, you know, for me anyways. Uh, we want to be out early and and bring people along with us, you know, instead of showing them what we did. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like a, you know, just like people who, who race, I guess, on the media side of it, there's a little bit of like you have to plan your day and, and work out, you know, what shots you need. And, yeah. and as time goes on, you get more efficient at doing it a little bit quicker. So, uh, but yep. yeah, it helps. Yeah, we. I got back home. We we had had like eighteen hours of sleep by the end of day four, I think, and uh, I had I didn't remember days, and so I would get back home and watch my own videos to yeah. figure out what we had done. It's pretty wild. I hope people understand the stress that goes along with, and just the exhaustion, you know. Yeah. Uh, to, to capture all that stuff, our plan is to go live as often as we can, especially from the road, uh, capturing checkpoints and stuff, and then, you know 
drop 20 shorts, YouTube shorts or Instagram reels a day, every day, just something quick, you know, cars, cool cars driving by us. I can snag those as they're coming, grab those, throw those up. And, and with this event be a lot more in the moment, which I think we're going to see a lot of too, from like Adam Dory and Chad Reynolds being in the, in the pits and at the starting line and kind of around uh, for the live stream too. So I think this whole event is going to be fun. You guys have done a great job at, at figuring out what everybody's going to want. And the Drag Illustrated guys being there, that's I think that's going to add a whole nother level of legitimacy to some mm-hmm. of the Drag and Drive events. You know, if you weren't on the Race Week page, uh, Rocky Mountain Race Week page, you didn't get the update of your times per class. You know, so like Drag Illustrated being there, I think that's going to help push that yeah, as well. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Like, and, and it's it's cool to have that kind of attention coming in, in for the scene. I think it, it's, it's long overdue. Just the amount yeah. of cool stories that um, are out there to be covered. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just think it's, it's such a neat deal that they're going to be able to be at sick week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have another few minutes? I know you're, sure. you're so busy. Okay. So let's talk about you for a minute. I mean, dang, we've been talking about your lead up sick mag, all that kind of stuff. Um, well, tell us a little bit. I mean, have you owned some cool cars in the past? We, you and I were kind of messaging back and forth, and you're like, "Man, I don't really have a project car right now." Um, kind of tell us what you've had. Like, you know, obviously, if your parents were racers, you, you you probably had to have some kind of cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, like back, you know, back in the day when I was, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, what eighteen, nineteen, and and you want the fast car, you know, I was I was sort of in the Fast and the Furious generation, you know, where oh nice that, that came out when I was like sixteen. So oh, dude, me and um, you were about the same age, even though I look way older than you. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, like. I think so that was a big influence and I think mm-hmm. the same a lot of people my age um and especially in Australia because we had access to all the the Japanese imports because it's, yeah. it's right hand drive um like that was that was the scene to be in so I had a um Toyota Sora it's called it's basically a yeah. um like the Lexus, Supra? Lexus <laughs> S uh no it's a two door actually it's like a oh, Lexus gotcha, okay. SC 400 here I think they oh. are but it's um it wasn't released uh, it had the option for the V8 motor, but it also had a one JZ uh, yep. motor you could get with it. So two and a half liter straight six twin turbo. And yep. I mean, for a car that was like, it was like a, a grand tourist, or very luxurious inside, but yep. like had, you know, I think it ran, I want to say like 14 flat, like stock as a rock. So, so that's, yep. you know, for a car that was that's pretty fast. It was yep. like, uh, and for a, you know, a 19 year old, that's, that's plenty enough to get into trouble as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but like, you know, so did the usual sort of bolt on mods to that. And I think 12 fives or something that ran um, That's race awesome. that we had like a, you know, a bracket class at the local track. So I'd race in the bracket class and, and that sort of thing. Um, and then after that, uh, I had a Nissan Stagia um, after that, which was another Japanese import. So that's basically like the Nissan skyline platform, but like a wagon body, uh, oh, so very, man. very boxy. They're a bit of an acquired taste, quite boxy shape. Um, but yes. again, like just, just a kind of a, a cool car, like to, you know, um, go and camp in it and took it to the track on a few occasions, but it, that was the manual. So it wasn't, wasn't so good on the drag strip or, or at least I felt bad for it every time it was at the drag strip. <laughs> so I only took it there a few times just to see what it'd do. And, um, nice. otherwise just kept it nice. Yeah. That's cool, man. That That's, I think that would be the cool part about going over there is just seeing all of the cars that we have zero access to here in the States. Mm-hmm. yeah it's it's cool like i think the the culture here it's it's interesting like kind of like some of the skepticism around um japanese cars and and mm-hmm. the four cylinders six cylinders but i think a lot of that is that like 
you guys never got like the really fast stuff here. Yeah, like, we were getting, yeah. we were getting, you know, like GTRs and Supras and all all manner of Japanese imports that you've never even heard of. But they threw yep. these crazy engines into over there for some reason. But they were coming in cheap as cheap as anything to Australia for a while. So you had like really easy horsepower, real cheap. Like, yeah. And, and now a lot of those cars are going up in value again because so many of them got sent out and of course the laws here around i think it's the 25 year import rule so a lot of them mm-hmm. are, are becoming eligible to bring in here now so the values are just you know going nuts on on yeah, supers yeah, and things like that right now like a like a mark four supra here you know those cars are insane right now and it's mainly because if a kid had it back then they destroyed it you know that's it right rough and that's a race car now but you come across a nice example like one of my neighbors has one he's you know, single turbo swapped and mm-hmm. it's manual and all it's super nice wheels. I mean, that car is seventy, eighty thousand dollars. You know, and it's, it's, just it's, wild. A, it's a story you see repeated through every yep. generation of, of car owners is that the cars that were the hero cars when they were like young and they couldn't afford, yep. all yep. of a sudden they hit an age where they have disposable income. <laughs> and they're like, well, I'm going to get that car. Yeah, I've um, got equity and- in my house. I need a Supra. I need that's a right. GTR. Yeah, and that, that's why you see, like, you know, there's like, I, I guess, like a twenty year or thirty year point where, like, I think it's happening with like the third gens and stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Is that they seem to be getting real hot all of a sudden? I think again yeah. because a lot of people grew up and that was the hero car at the time, and they're like, yeah. well, dang, I'm going to have that car now." You know? Yeah, and you know, uh, uh, we talked with a lot of guys in the past, and like the technology that comes along with you know, Fox body stuff was always the race car, but you know, now they're like all the G body stuff, all the, the third gen stuff, you know, a lot of guys, and then they start building really nice cars because they had a shitty one in high school. And (laughs) so now they're like, I want a nice one. And I want to drive like my 2015 Camaro SS, you know, so like, let's mix that, you know? So there's a, uh, a local guy that's putting one together that has full, you know, pro touring suspension underneath the IROC, that's a yellow IROC. I mean, it's going to be one of the nicest cars probably in the country. And it's because the guy had one in high school. That was a mm-hmm. crap box. You know, he's like, but I want to build this. So it's all hot. It's <laughs> all, you know, big wheels, big brakes, you know, L- LT powered, all that kind of stuff. So, and it's cool. It, and, it, and it happens like every generation, almost like with yeah. clockwork. And that's why I think like, it's always, it's good to be an optimist in life. I think a lot of people yeah. say, well, oh, I can't find the, you know, the classic car that I like or whatever. And yes, those classic cars are getting harder and harder to find, but yeah. it seems like this new group of cars comes up every so often and you'll see it happening again. I'm sure like the, <laughs> oh, kind yeah. of the, the, the unloved kind of like, uh, you know, nineties Mustangs and stuff now yeah. that people aren't sort of like that keen on, they'll, they'll get hot again. Like, oh yeah, because yeah, it's, that's, that's what people will have and, and they'll use it. Yeah, the, like the SN95 stuff that everybody hated. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, I can't believe you're getting away from a five liter. And, then, you know, it's two valve stuff. And they're like, hey, and that's a good car to build. SN, you know, in the uh, one after that, the S150 or whatever it was. Yeah, cars coming around a bunch. S197, sorry. Um, all right, let's uh, comments here. Yep. Um, David says SC300 to the front. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably David David Williams right there. I'm going to guess. <laughs> oh, cool, cool. Um, all right, so let's talk. Uh, let's talk camera stuff. Mm-hmm. And this, I want people to stay around because you know we had this conversation. Like we may need to stay on cars, but there's a lot of folks that'll be watching this later that are going to be into taking pictures and video of their car. So, you know, you talked earlier about your the camera your dad brought home. Like, what, what's your progression into and what you shoot with now? 
so yeah like that's literally the camera like i started shooting with took like floppy disks like that was the memory you know <laughs> oh my God, so dude. like it, it could take a memory stick but memory sticks are expensive like mm-hmm. and like you know i it's funny like er, all everything is actually like all cheaper in real like it was like a hundred dollars for a you know a memory stick that yeah. was like 32 megabytes or something back then yeah. Yeah, you're and, taking a hundred you know, pictures at the most <laughs> Yeah, now you can go to like a Best Buy and there's a little tiny, S, you know, SD card yep. that's going to be like 64 gig and it costs you hardly, hardly anything. Um, What's so up, yeah, Ken? When, that's, dude, I'm, I can't wait for all these UK <laughs> folks to get here. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. No, it's going to be a party at Sick Week, that's for sure. It's, uh, yeah. uh, it's really neat. It's neat to have that international aspect coming back mm-hmm. to it. That's, that's one of my memories about the first drag week that I went to was like, how international it actually was like yep. we had there were flags flying in the in the grandstands for the different countries and i thought that was like so cool oh yeah coming from around the world for, for that adventure and, and you know as obviously as international travel is like coming back now it's, it's so cool to see that all returning to it like really yeah yeah i think there's a lot of folks that are in other countries that are like i'm i'm going somewhere else for i want to get out of here for a minute you know, and, and it'll be the same where they get there, but like, except for sick week. <laughs> yep. That's right. <laughs> that's cool. So anyway, sorry, progression on the, on the camera stuff. Oh, it just, you know, like, like, like with car stuff, you just move to the, the, the next, the biggest, the greatest as you go, like, you know, trying to like keep your, as cameras are a bit like cars, like you can let your budget run out of control, like oh. real quick. And sometimes you have to choose between the one that'll just do the job and pay the bills versus <laughs> like, yeah, the one like that's, uh, ridiculously expensive so that's yeah. always been my philosophy with camera equipment is not trying to go too crazy um yeah. and buying the the very top tier trying to find something that's nice nice does the job around the middle and uh yeah pays the bills sets you apart a little bit better um so what do you shoot with now uh shooting with a sony a7 uh mark three right now so nice. uh yeah made the switch to sony from canon a couple of years ago and good it's good equipment like that's yep. the job. Like at the end of the day, it's just a tool. With, yeah, it pays the bills. Right. You you kind of have to have the eye for that. Like you've got to be able to see a shot and then, uh, you know, because there's only so much editing you can do to one to make it right, you know. So uh, what what do you edit with? Are you a um, Adobe guy? Or yeah, just... editing, editing just in Lightroom. So, again, you try and get as much right in the camera as possible because yeah. you don't want to spend, I mean, I heard you say at the uh, – at the start of the show, like, is it like a, a thousand photos that we take? Well, you might do a thousand in the morning. There's a good chance, like, by the end of the week, you've got, you know, six or seven thousand photos at, at yeah. a minimum to, to go through. Um, so in that case, you're looking for, yeah, basically like trying to <laughs> trying to keep it as efficient as possible. <laughs> yeah, that's with recording video. I've, I've learned I'm like, I'm I'm not just going to record everything because I don't have time to one. I don't have time to go back through and rewatch four hours of video to get six minutes out of it. You know, I mm-hmm. need to kind of have an idea of what we're shooting. Um, Danny asked, uh, Danny Fatka is actually the reason we're doing six pods a sick week. Uh, he was the reason we did 12 pods of Christmas. Uh, he came up with that idea and I love it. And we're going to do it for every event that I can come up with. I don't know what I'm going to do for drag week. I don't know how I'm going to word that, but um, he said, what's the best camera for a beginner? I guess it would probably just depend on what you want to do with it. Like, like- taking pictures own, like, for fun or you taking pictures it for does, a living? It does absolutely depend on like what your end goal is. Like no. you would be amazed at what a good photographer can do with just an iPhone. Um, so it's not necessarily always about the equipment, but like, I think if you do want to get into photography more, more seriously, then you're looking at, yeah, like your SLR cameras and stuff like that. Yeah. And right now I would say like, there's 
so much secondhand camera gear available, especially in like the traditional DSLR area as people are like upgrading to mirrorless systems and stuff. There's so much stuff cheap secondhand now that you can get like jump on Facebook marketplace and just, yeah. yeah, Low ball. Some guys do that, do that thing. We (laughs) all hate, but uh, figure out what your budget is and ask for about stuff. That's That's double what that budget is. Yeah. yeah, You're going to find some really good, yeah. Really good stuff secondhand. Cause there are a lot of people who, you know, will go and buy the latest and greatest, things yep. and then decide oh actually i don't really like this like any hobby you know yeah so yeah. or they realize still that that didn't help their pictures be better it's that's like, right yeah. yeah that's right it's kind of like you know fitness equipment or any of those other things that people yeah. try yeah. for a while in the hopes of being better and then like yo maybe it's not for me and they move on yep and then uh, ken's saying I- i'm looking forward to using my first gimbal off of ebay and a galaxy note 10 i bought yeah i, I mean uh, I should have honestly like yeah. the the quality now from uh from phones for especially for video is just insane. Like yeah. and I sometimes wonder why I'm even yeah, why I'm even bothering like uh with a big bulky camera. Like the yeah. the phone is just so convenient. Um and just yeah, it it blows my mind how how rapidly the technology has come along there. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that works out like in the next, say, five or eight years, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, as phones develop and, and change and all that stuff. Like, will we see, um, you know, some kind of adapter that you could put on your phone to to create what you're what you're doing with your, you know, your big camera? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's I'm, a, I'm sure we're going to see something like that. Yeah, there's there's apps that you can use your phone that that you set up within your phone makes it look like a DSLR, like for for live streams and things like mm-hmm. that. So I don't know. It's great. What a. I don't want to keep you forever. I know you guys are busy. Um, oh, good. What 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 haven't we talked about that we need to? Oh, I guess sick week, <laughs> dude. I'm so ready. <laughs> we can we can talk sick week all you want. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, when, so Tom, I think is is headed down, or he's down there now. He's right? on his way, like literally nice. right now. Um, he called up just before he was stopped to wash the salt off his truck somewhere. So yeah, uh, yeah, they're dealing with all that that northern stuff coming down the land of sunshine down here <laughs> yeah um so yeah he's on his way and and yeah actually i'm seeing lots of posts on facebook at the moment who are people yep. who are on their way now across the country you got rich coming down from canada of course yep. like so all these cool journeys unfolding before the the events even started like it's you can sense like the excitement it's yeah it's starting to build and it's, it's yep. cool really cool that, that's why i'm doing this right here because i'm hoping that we can get in you know, kind of get in the rhythm and, uh, and our, my face will be in front of folks. And as we're walking through the pits, it allows me to walk up to people that would typically not let me talk to them with a camera in my hand. They'll let us, they'll, they'll kind of want to tell their story of their car and things like that. Um, you know, guys are, guys have motors out. David Williams, who I hope is listening right now. Uh, you know, he's building a completely new hot side for his uh, SC 300 or 400. Um, that's turbo LS. Like he pulled the engine trans refreshed everything, building an all new hot side. I'm like, dude, are you crazy? Like, but he lives, I think he lives an hour and a half South of Tampa. And so he's like, man, it's easy. I don't have the travel time. I'm like, Oh, I can't imagine (laughs) having the motor out right. I'd be so stressed out. So, but I think there's a few people still like that. Um, Do you think we'll have some attrition uh, as we get right there to the, to the end where folks are, are dropping. And then if so, oh, do you think, do you think people are still coming anyways? There was a guy with the gold uh, Chevelle or Nova the other day that posted, he's like, I'm coming. I hope somebody falls out. Yeah, no, I'm sure it'd be the case. Like, and I, and I think the way we've been cutting through the, the wait list is just about, you know, um, we've, we've been going through them at, at, at a fair, fair cracking yeah. pace. So 
Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's only natural that we'll get a, a, a few more cancellations this week from people who are right, you know, taking yep. it right to the line. Um, but yeah, hope, hopefully, I hope everyone who's, uh, yeah, who's just um, stressing and, and smashing out right now can make it. And uh, yeah, because it's going to be just a sick event. Oh, it's it's going to be crazy. Uh, so David here, that it must be him. He's a uh, he said it's back together. And he's building a cold side, not a hot side. My apologies. Not as hard. I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to build the cold side. Uh, he said it's back together. It should be running by dinner time. I mean, literally posted a picture yesterday or this morning on Facebook that the the motor was out. So I'm sure he'll test it with a good uh, good burnout somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, he was a little sad about the no trailer burnout deal, um, just because he he said his goal is like a three quarter mile long trailer. Oh, we burnout. we were sad was... about about the no trailer burnout deal, <laughs> yeah. like, and that was that was honestly it it turned into one of those things that was just becoming an an, oh, man, an unsolvable can... headache, and we yeah, were like, we, we're on about our third different option for what we were, yeah. we were going to try, and in the end, we just had to say it's yeah. it's not in the cards for, like, for this hey, year. Let... Let us get a let's get a public road here that guys can drag a trailer and do long rolling burnouts. Um, the video that I've got that's dropping later today is uh, the Taco Time Fairmont. They are building you know a, a specific trailer, Dragon Drive trailer uh, that's got airbags and trailer brakes. And so the reason I say airbags is it's awesome. It's like four linked mm-hmm. parallel bars, and it's this crazy thing. But the trailer brakes, you know, are adjustable on the little deal on the dash. And so he's like, we'll be able to kind of drag the brakes on the trailer while doing the burnout to hopefully keep the car straight. I mean, I love <laughs> yeah, the thought process that goes into that. Yeah, I like when people's engineering skills start to go into just crazier and crazier uh, yes. endeavors. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's exactly right. Uh, Dave said uh, there'll be plenty of unsanctioned tire destruction <laughs> from the Lexus. Uh, yeah, Sick the magazine does not endorse trailer burnout. <laughs> that's, right, pu- that's right. And we will publish photos of the offenders. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to put it. That's the best way to put it. Um, let's see. Danny says the weather may have a play in it. Uh, storm front coming up from the south. Nah, we're not talking about any of that bad stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's I find another- the long range forecast does look does look pretty good. Like touch wood. I you know you, yeah. you hate uh, gazing into the crystal ball too far with weather, yep. but looking like around like 70 degrees each day, like some days oh, awesome. overcast, but I think it's actually going to be like a really uh, just nice week. Not too, not too hot, like cool enough that everything's going to run fast. Cause you're a sea level of course yep. as well for most of the tracks. So yep. everything should be freaking fast. Like it's going to be cool. Um, so, you know, being that you have the insight for Tom stuff, um, does, is he turning the car up? Like, is, are we going to see some, 560s i mean like the car's been 577 right or something Hon- like honestly i i don't think he's going to be shooting for like 60s and 70s i, I think if he could run 599 every day he'd be yep. extremely happy um so i know his plan is basically to to do some testing um this week yep. um try and get it to the point where at least the incrementals are showing sort of you know that it'd be well into the fives um, and then he'll, he'll be happy and, and probably throw it yeah. in, the, in the trailer until, until the event starts. Um, yeah. I think he'd, he'd, he'd love to, yeah, he'd, the, the five second average and, and running fives every day, those are the last kind of huge, uh, the last yeah, that's, outright that's... Um, goals that we're probably likely yeah. to see taken. So, and I think the competition is going to get pretty hot for that uh, this year because you got Tom back in the mix. Um, yep. Not to mention, you know, I, I watched Larry Larson's YouTube videos the other day. He was, he was hinting at possibly being at Midwest drags. Uh, mm. So, you know, I think 
and not to, uh, we were supposed to have Jeff Lutz uh, coming. Unfortunately, he's yep. had some some changes with filming, which kind of sucks because again, that was another guy who was really yeah, going to be another contender, yeah, pushing at the top. And that was yeah, we were we were kind of uh, yeah, pretty pretty bummed when we got the news from Jeff. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, but that what what do you do? Like work comes first with, with a lot of the stuff. So yeah. Yep, and that I mean, you know, work work pays for hot rod stuff, so you know you got to kind of right. do that. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's going to be crazy. I would, I don't know, I don't even know how you prepare yourself and the car to run those kind of times uh, for the entire week. You know, like I mean, you know, the cart is slow. The car we're bringing is relatively slow. Um, I can't imagine the process. Like, okay, I'm putting a you know five ninety tune up in the car and and it goes and goes down and that's going to be the biggest thing i think for you know if you're an aspiring youtuber trying to get your name out there like you better be ready because if he goes up and runs like a 597 he's he's changing it over and moving on like he he's not going to go back up and try for a 592 unless competition (laughs) is really hot and heavy no, that's right. If the thing comes out, runs runs a five, anything like I yeah. definitely he won't be like hanging around to run a hundredth or two hundredths quicker. Like that's, yeah. and that that's where the the strategy of drag and drive comes into it. Like there, there comes a point in in every day where you've got to say, okay, this is about you know as fast as it's going to go. Could we go quicker? Possibly, but yeah. it's the risk. It? It's the risk you're taking. You're losing losing hours, you know, on the road, which could help you later on if you have an issue or even just you know the fatigue that people have like the human element of drag and drive is is way more important than people (laughs) think and and that's like you know tom tom i think had this reputation as kind of like this kind of a gruff guy but you have to think about like what he and what every other dragon driver is doing during the week and the kind of toll that's taking on you yeah and you've got to mentally concentrate on driving a five second car safely yeah. After five days of you know uh, driving a thousand miles in and and sleeping two and a half and, three hours you know not not drinking right. enough water drinking like, too much beer you know so sometimes you do have to focus and just think about the the task at hand um and yeah I think staying you know for any dragon driver just staying calm and mentally focused not like throwing your <laughs> tools around if you you know something goes wrong you just have to really calmly think through problems and yeah and. Uh, and yep. solve them. Yep. Uh, Carl's got a good question. What kind of advertising and promoting are you guys doing outside of Facebook? I mean, not a whole lot, in, if, if I'm honest. Really? Nice. <laughs> uh, we're doing a lot of, yeah, most of our campaigns are on social, you know, so mm-hmm. we've done a little bit of um, stuff with the tracks and stuff in the lead up, um, just getting them to do announcements, things like that. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, really focusing on the, on the social media angle, uh, just because it, it's, it's very easy to reach your audience now with yeah, yeah with with the advertising options that are that are avail- available to you on social media yeah um, and, so and, that's and where we're can, going and you can dig deep I mean you can you know people that are specific drag and drive people that are just drag racers people that are just into cars that live in a certain area I mean like yeah that's uh that's been the funnest part of learning uh, this side of stuff is how to you know what's where's your money best spent and we we don't need mm-hmm. you guys spending a ton of money on advertising so us little guys got to share it got to got to comment on those posts got to got to bug your friends tag your friends all that kind of stuff in those posts because like we need you guys spending money on uh, on all the other stuff that comes along mm-hmm. with it uh, will you tell us what the orange orange helmets are for, or is that like a that a secret? That's a surprise. No, it, it's not. It's not a surprise. I think a, a, a few people have put uh, yeah put two and two together that 
basically there's enough helmets to cover uh, every class. So they'll be for our um, our class winners. Uh, they're getting That's awesome. painted and uh, they're getting some graphics applied to them and uh, cool. stuff like that. So, yeah, I think they'll, they'll look pretty cool. I think all, all lined yeah. up. So, yeah, Race Quip came to the party and, and helped us out with yeah. a few helmets, which is which is really cool. Um, so yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna, that's gonna be a fun presentation night. I'm like, I'm from an event organization point of view. I don't know how, like, you know, we have Jenny, our event manager and, uh, and Morgan doing some work on the, on the presentation. I don't know how they're going to manage it. I'm like, if there's so much going on, it's going to be like yes. fun and a party and definitely worth everybody, you know, coming along and attending and having a blast. But I'm like, oh, we're going to yeah. be there all night with how much shit we've got to give away. Like well, there's, there's so much, there is Morgan so much was... stuff like. So many people yeah. come to the party, like from the community, just with uh, stuff for the raffle. Not to mention all the like the trophies we're giving away. Yeah. And, like, yeah. So just I don't know. Bring a chair, bring some drinks, just <laughs> settle just in and out. just enjoy the party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope nobody's planning on driving home. Uh, you know, like any kind of distance. Everybody's going no, back please, to the hotel don't. that yeah. night because it's gonna <laughs> yeah. be it's gonna be late. You know, I think Morgan, uh, we sent down uh, a fifty dollar bill, some Narc's cart shirts, and decals for the raffle. Um, just because, you know, I figure if somebody's going to win something, they can throw some gas in the car, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was saying there's like 300 raffle items. I mean, just to go through that and like draw yeah, and I'm randomize not sure I'm... about the logistics. <laughs> Tom, Tom yeah. has this uh, theory, like, he's just like, well, let's just create chaos and then we'll sort out how to do yeah. it later. That seems yeah. to be his like his going forward strategy. Just turn it into chaos, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, yep. Uh, Justin Chestnut, who's the the pilot of the Model A, says, uh, "Hopefully, he gets the slowest time <laughs> helmet." I doubt that. Um, I bet there's going to be some. Th- that's a good segue, actually, because I want to talk about the hundred fastest. Um, there's going to be some cars that are in our 15, 16, 17 second uh, time frame that'll that are there for fun, like we are, you know. Um, how, how did you guys come up with the fastest hundred, get the early registration? Is that kind of, you know, I think early on time, I talked about the hundred, hundred, one fifty. Um, I, I like the fact that, that only the first hundred get in because they had that with uh, Rocky mountain, you know, there was like 30 open spots available uh, from the teams for that, you know, ca- that are coming in new. Um, so it'll be cool. To, I mean, that'll, that'll open up theoretically 250 spots unless, you know, people kind of show up and do like they're supposed to and, and, uh, and have fun. And Tom feels they are eligible to, Hey, come back please on this early registration type deal. Um, mm-hmm. So that'll be good for, I think, growth as far as the new people coming in. Uh, but h- how did you guys come to that, that designation? I actually have no idea. That's, that's purely a Tom <laughs> idea that he just sort of, I found out when you guys did, I think I found it out in one of his videos. Nice. Um, so, but you know, you want to like, you want to try and keep the event open enough to where um, new people can become involved and be a part yeah. of it. But at the same time, you don't necessarily uh, want to make it a battle of who's got the quickest typing fingers because that doesn't lead to yeah. the, the best event. You know, if yeah. people who have really good, good shit can't get in because they're a bit too yeah. slow on the, on the <laughs> right. typing, you know, so you've got to have a little bit of a balance. Like, you have to have a balance between like getting in the stuff that's going to like make the event a success and like, and, and having those top end cars there along with having like new people. And that's another thing that's cool about having an event in Florida is like so many of the people we're seeing entered, like I'm not in, I'm not familiar with the, you know, what they're bringing at all, but it sounds like it'd yeah. be really cool. Like, Oh, yeah. it runs like, you know, runs eight fifties. Sweet. I didn't know that existed, yeah. but it shows up. Um, yeah. So yeah. Can't wait to see what we actually, what we see there, what comes out of the, the woodwork. Yeah, and, and I like the uh, I like that we're in Florida in the winter. 
uh, Tom and Blaine talked about the struggle with that for a lot of these guys that do a lot of these events is that, you know, usually the wintertime they're down. They're like, hey, cars torn apart. We're freshening the motor, all that kind of stuff. And they were like, we're thrashing again, you know, come out of 2.0 yep. right into right into getting the car ready again for SIG Week. So, so I think it'll be fun. I think there will be a lot of guys that have – that did 2.0 that that are coming to this that um, may not have as good a luck because it's kind of that, you know, you thrashed for one event a year. Now you're thrashing for two and four months. You know, I think it's going to be fun. Yep. No, definitely. I think we, we did the right thing by kind of like uh, spreading rumors about the event uh, at, at race week and at drag week. Mm-hmm. And I think a few people were realized, oh, maybe I should, you know, pull the motor right now and maybe I shouldn't switch that new combo <laughs> right now. Maybe I'll just yeah. delay it for a few months. Um, and I think, you know, with obviously like uh, parts are hard to get and stuff like that at the moment, maybe that's actually might've actually yeah helped in some ways because maybe people are like, well, I'll just stick with what I have rather than, you know, yeah. worrying about parts arriving and stuff like that. And yeah, I think, I think we've got more than enough cars put together to, to turn on a pretty good event. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Um, dude, I, I appreciate you taking an hour. I know you're busy this week. I, I'll talk as long as you'll, as you want to, I, I just don't want to run you over and, uh, and you be, you be crunched for time. Um, oh, good. <laughs> so, I guess let's talk about slow cars for a minute because I've got a thumbnail planned for slowest cars of the week that I catch on film. That'll be like the <laughs> yep. disclaimer. Um, are, what are some unique and uh, unique cars that you've seen come through like the Sick the Mag uh, Facebook page? Uh, and if if you guys that are watching haven't joined that page def- or joined that group, definitely do that. Um, also, you know, be watching Sick the Magazine Facebook page. There's going to be a ton mm-hmm. of updates there too. Um what are some of the other things like the, the slower stuff that we'll be competing with that you're, you're kind of excited to see There's a ton of hot rods coming. you like, like a ton of like a ton of trucks. I think like, yeah. I don't know whether it's cause we're in Florida and trucks are the thing to have in Florida. <laughs> like uh, there's a ton of trucks like, and, and you know, like we're doing a little bit of experimentation, I guess with um, the classes that you've probably seen, like we're going to have like the dial your own and pro dial your own and the bullseye mm-hmm. challenge. And, we're experimenting a little bit and seeing if these, these will work, you know, if they don't work, we'll change it for next year and come up with something better. But yep. we want to kind of like, um, yeah, give, I think the dial your own gives everyone, gives everyone a shot and it's going to be way more competitive than people think. Oh with yeah. A lot more pressure on the final day because like yeah. you can have a, uh, you know, maybe a 200 spread over the first four days, but you've still got to mm-hmm. like nail it on that last day too. Cause if you're like, if your worst run is on that last day and you knock your spread out to yeah, 500, you're like, you're going to, you're going to just sink down the rankings. Like the yeah. pressure will build through the week. And I think being a busy event, like it's just going to be, you're not going to get like infinite amounts of runs. Like no. that's pretty clear. Like we can't run all night at Radenton at that time of year. Like the Jew will come in like, yeah. and, and, and that's probably, you know, something for people to bear in mind, like is to really, if you if you're going out some people will go in the class just to like run what they run and and just mm-hmm. whatever their average is for the week they'll they'll be happy and others will go to win and i think to those who are going to to win just playing it yeah very conservatively conservatively just safely you know and like yep that's going to be the that's going to be the key because i don't think you're going to get yeah a zillion runs to try and nail nail that um that exact time that you want yeah i mean i, I would think two maybe three at the most mm-hmm um just as what we've seen on race week you know 2.0 anyways um yeah because i mean you, as, you, just, as you, you know, run out like of time the first 
yeah, the first day especially tends to be just a, a cluster because people have, you know, uh, uh, dropping yep. their shit everywhere and like you've got, and you've got the most cars of the event will be there on that first day. Like everybody yep. is there. Nobody's pulled out or anything yet. So that first day, yeah, I think really, yeah, people should be aiming for, the, for like a one and done. And if you're lucky, you might get two, but don't hold your breath because once the, yep. the lanes are closed, they're closed and you might be hanging around at three o'clock still waiting because everybody yep. else had the same idea, you know? Yep. Um, and that, that guy so, that made us pass at 9 a.m. is like, that's close enough. And then they roll, right. you know? They're um, on the road. So they're, they're, yeah. Is it like, uh, is it like race week where, you know, say we're, we're in, I mean, we're in DYO. So say we're in, but you know, the guys in the faster classes are, um, you know, you sign up for that class. Uh, you know, you're not going to change. You're, are you able to change classes still by the end of day one before you turn your slip in or what you sign up with now is what you're, what you're in. I'm actually not sure what we're going to, what we're going to do there. I think for most people, they'll be pretty set. Like I don't think yeah. because we're not say having the indexes like at Rocky mountain race week, there won't yeah. be a huge amount of like uh, shuffling, like, I think, yeah, I, I would say that most people will probably just settle into a class. I actually don't know uh, whether we're going to allow changing at the end of the day or not. Um, nice. But that'd be a nice question for uh, for Tonya and Keith, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like at the same time, it's you're you're 100% right. Like if you're in an 850 class, you're not suddenly going to go to some other class because, you know, you're maybe not as competitive as you wanted to be or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or the, the pass you made wasn't going to be good enough. Now you need to move to pro DYO you know and, and you know and that's probably the type of move that that would be fine like if you yep. if you have what you think is going to be a nine second car and you get there it turns out to be a 10 second car like moving from pro dyo to dyo isn't a huge yep. deal yeah that's uh that's pretty i really i i like that thought process on that because of the um the dial your own stuff is really neat we had attempted to do that with a an event of ours the uh streetcar shootout later in the year and it worked out well, like a, a you know random index. It's just a window, you know, that you're trying to run in. So at least the cars are close, you know, an 850 car and a 10 second car or 990 car, you know, relatively close in time. But, you know, those guys, you're leaving at the same time, obviously, and you're racing down the track at the same time, you know, next to each other ish. And so it helps kind of gather those style cars up. And but not everybody's chasing that 850 or that 90 or whatever. So, so that'll be cool. Um, I thought the bullseye challenge, and I, I probably should have read that a little better. I thought the uh, bullseye challenge was kind of an additional daily thing. I, I didn't think it was its own class, but that's pretty yeah. cool. I really, I really enjoy it. We, we kind of tell people what it is, and then um, yeah, that, I, I that, think that's it's another uh, experimental idea. Just, yep. just one of those ideas we randomly come up with in the lead up. Say, so, well, let's give it a try. So, I mean, and that is a class for where you're more interested in just a daily competition as opposed to like your whole week long average. And, and what's yeah. cool for that is we're going to have a trophy each day. So you can oh, win cool. on any given day if you're closest to the bullseye. So it's for those who, you know, just, I don't know, maybe they have something and they don't know what it will possibly run, or maybe they want to challenge themselves by trying <laughs> to hit a mark each day. I think I'm not sure. Like, honestly, it's where we're, uh, keen to see how it goes and um yeah. you know if it, if it works we'll put it back in next year if it doesn't we'll take it out like that's well, the cool thing about a new event is you can just experiment yeah and what's really cool is like like for folks at home it's so you guys will will let's say randomly pick a number and it'll be like 0.37 so uh, that's the example that was given on facebook i think so it's like the it may be a 837 or mm -hmm. somebody like us is going to run a 1537 you mm -hmm. know it's still the 37 and then uh whoever 
you know, say there's two or three different people that land on the 0.37, you know, then it's whoever had the fastest pass of the day. And I think yeah. there's some money involved in that too. So that's pretty cool. You know, it's an easy way to pay for some fuel and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's pretty, it's a, I love stuff like that. I love the not, you know, okay, you got to run nine O index for, for your class. That's exactly, you know, and everybody's chasing this one number. You know, I think that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, it's yep. going to be, it'll be interesting to see. Now, will that be a class that'll be called all on its own? I guess everybody's going to, for at least round one, everything I think would be called on their own. So the way we'll be calling uh, classes is, is it will be done by your safety spec. So mm-hmm. basically if you have um, a quicker than 850 cage and all that, that'll be the first session. Um, oh, nice. The second session will be, you know, 850 caged cars. So basically anything that can run beneath 1000 legally. And then yep. the third session will be um, 1000 and above. So basically cars without a, a full raw cage. Oh, wow, um, cool. And then the fourth, so each of those sessions will be an hour and a half. I can see like the, the first session with the 850, uh, so quicker than 850 cars will maybe be a little bit shorter. They might, or it might merge into the other session, yeah. um, but it'll be about an hour and a half each. And then the final session for the day will be an all run. Um, so yeah. that'll be like, if you mess up your run, that'll be like your last opportunity to come back and, and have another crack. That's pretty cool. So um, with, with the, and we're racing in the mornings, right? Like I'm understanding that, right? Like we're, we're nine we're to three years. Nine to three. Yep. Yeah. That's going to be different for me too. Uh, you know, cause uh, 2.0, you race, you know, you drive all day and then race at night, um, which is interesting. So it'll, it'll be fun to see people's plans because, you mm-hmm. know, with 2.0, it's like, okay, you have some people that get done at 11 and then they drive for five hours to get as close as they can to the next track, hitting the checkpoints mm-hmm. and things like that. And then they'll sleep in their car or get a hotel for a couple of hours or whatever. Um, and then you have guys like us where I'm like, we've got to get to the hotel. I've got to start editing this video right yep. now. So, so that'll be kind of nice. Um, I think for every night, but one, we're staying at whatever hotels you guys, you know, set up. So that'll be cool to be in the parking lot with 200 other race cars. So I'm sure what my plan was to, you know, get back and edit early. And I'm sure that won't happen. We'll stand in the parking lot, drink beer and no, say that's, cuss words that's definitely something that's uh yeah a, a part of this event is having some some yep. different sort of social opportunities you know like and that's what we're hoping with you know on that first day going to, to old town and stuff like that maybe people just yep. want to you know grab some dinner and, and and have a drink together because you're all in the same you're all in the same spot with a relatively easy drive remaining to your hotel from there so yep. i think it's just gonna be yeah an, a neat event from that perspective just giving everybody the chance to like yeah to socialize with each other and, and just enjoy the scene yeah. And just all the, the crazy content that's going to come from it. And I mean, you know, we've been talking to YouTubers for days now um, and we will talk to them every day this week with the six pods of sick week. Like every day is at least a veteran and rookie. Uh, and then we've got Adam Dory and Chad Reynolds who are you mm-hmm. know announcing gods. Um, so they'll be on on Wednesday. So it's going to be fun to see all of the the content that starts dropping this week. You know, there's a ton of people that are mm-hmm. like uh, Dustin, uh, Devin Vanderhoof has been doing really good on uh, dropping videos like for his sick week trailer build and the car mm-hmm. updates and things like that. So it's going to be fun to see all these guys kind of come out of the woodwork. And you know how social works. The more you hashtag sick week, the more you hashtag sick week 2022, the more sick week coverage it shows you. So yeah that's right like yeah, yeah that's right so oh that's really cool and it's been really neat to sort of just yeah follow everybody's uh everybody's journeys you know and and yeah. that's like dragon drive is like this uh this shared adventure shared vacation <laughs> and 
and and and that's why like i think my uh my mum who lives in perth she said i think even i'm getting excited for it and i'm not even going like because she's just she's on the group and she watches yeah. all the posts come through and she's like i'm not even going to the event and i can sense the excitement so that's that's you know the neat that when social media is yep. at its best that's what's really cool about it is you get to yep. have that shared experience with everybody um who'll be going and just yeah and getting share along in their journeys and then we all get to experience yep. it for real in a week's time yeah, I'm so excited. Um, Jared here's asked, it says, is Old Town just a drive in front of it uh, near the main entrance or down through the middle of Old Town? I think we're uh, taking it over, right? Yeah, we've got a big car park at the back that we'll be going into. That's the plan. So I had I had a couple of different uh, routes on the map. I was thinking, oh, maybe do we want to like drive through the, yeah, because there is kind of like a middle bit you can drive through that's mm-hmm. like kind of cool because it cuts between the rides and like there's this lot, like downtown area that it has. But oh, then cool. I also don't want to complicate things too much at the time. So often you have to take a lot of the big ideas and simplify them down for the yeah. sake of logistics. When you, you've got you mean, but, you mean because to... we're, we're a bunch of idiots that'll be read. Uh, are there, are they paper directions or is it a, a Google map this year? How we'll do we... have paper directions. And, and what we recommend yes. is that people use the, the paper directions in, in conjunction with the Google map route yep. that we'll have. So, um, on Google maps, the way we've done it is a little bit different. Like it won't, you won't be able to do turn by turn with the, the Google, um, my maps yep. that we've used. Um, but you'll have like a blue line that you can follow on your, on your phone. So basically keep the dot over the line and you'll be okay. Um, nice. and then just, yeah, read, read the instructions. But most of the drives are, are relatively simple. We're going yep. through some, like some cool areas. I think day two drive is the, is going to be the most complicated one. It's the longest. Um, yeah. That's where we're going out from Orlando. We're heading to the coast. We'll be driving up through Daytona. We're driving along the beach, like a really cool, oh, really wait. cool drive. Like that's going to be like just yeah, the yep. the most awesome thing. Just seeing five hundred uh, combined races and sick waters, just like yep. cruising up the coast, um, will be just yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's a uh, it's pretty neat to think like uh, so chris story has been on before he was the guy that quit his job to go on race week and take photos you know and so i love that kind of story stuff and uh so he's i messaged him the other day, I was like hey man please get us set up with some kind of mini shoot or something and then cole reynolds is coming so mm-hmm. same thing with him i'm like man we need you know cut we need we need good people to take good pictures of these cars you know so uh, especially the the model a so uh it's, it's going to be really cool to be driving along the beach and see the backdrop of that and see how photographers turn out with that stuff. Oh yeah. And that's sort of like, you know, we've, we've told our photographers like that, that's the iconic image we want is we want, you know, someone cruising with the waves from the Atlantic ocean rolling in behind yeah. them to me that that's, it's like the same as like, if you see a shot of uh, Rocky mountain race week and it's the shot of the car disappearing over the hill with the snowy snow capped mountains. Yep. Like that's, that's their iconic image. What we wanted yeah, the, the waves rolling in. We want, you know, we want a, a real classic sort of Florida, uh, yeah, Florida image. Yeah. So let's talk about weather because, uh, you know, f- from my visits to the Gulf Coast, uh, it tends to rain not often, but enough that that I think are, you think we're going to have some maybe afternoon shower, like uh, which is typical. No, you know, perf- perfect nap time. No, I think because it's winter and it's mm-hmm. um, we're not in the the I guess what you want to call it, the monsoon season, the thunderstorm season. Um, it it tends to be pretty dry so if there is rain at this time of year it tends to come through in just one big front and then pass through you you don't tend to get the pop-up storms that you get during summer cool so the forecast right now looks kind of good looks like it's going to be about 70 degrees every day um with you know very minimal chance of rain by the looks of it so 
we're pretty we'll take that um it's not gonna be too hot not gonna be too cold should be fairly dry so yeah that's it's it's gonna be very strange to not be just sweating profusely (laughs) and just everybody smells bad at the end of the day you know um half fast is in michigan i think and uh it's cold and snowy up there. So dude, we'll be thinking of you as we're wearing shorts and t-shirts. <laughs> There's a yeah, lot was, of guys uh, that are, that are coming from the frozen North. It was 50 degrees here in Tampa yesterday and everyone was losing their minds about how cold it was. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's if that's the worst you've got to, uh, to look forward to then I think we've got it pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Ken said he's keeping the roof down regardless in my rental. <laughs> he said it's the first time in America. Oh, that's cool, man. That's right. Uh, Driving the convertible, like yeah. cruising the highways of America, like that's you know that's a classic. That's a classic thing, right? And yeah. like, yeah, that's that's part of Dragon Drive too, is the ability to have that whole experience. You know, do that the classic American road trip and and have like yeah. an event around it. Like, how cool is well, that? And dude, there's a lot of times, um, you know, I've driven a lot of the area of 2.0, just getting places and things like that. But it's always on the interstate as fast as I can go to get to the next stop. You know, that's what's great. It takes takes me like two or three days to kind of wind down. And so that's why I'm excited to get there early. So maybe by Monday when we take, start taking off on that first drive, it'll be like, okay, this is cool. Like, And we'll be cruising because, you know, typical – speeds your 70 80 miles an hour and there's going to be some guys that won't be able to do that because of the gearing and and training yeah, and things like that it's interesting like how we are gonna uh change things up i guess between the days because you got to go from day three where you're going through like small towns that be mostly yep. like 55 60 mile an hour roads but then day four when we're getting everybody down to ocala to the um to the don garlitz museum we're basically saying okay we want you just to get from the track to ocala as as simply and as quickly as possible so take you know take whichever way you want for, for a lot of people that'll be the interstate um yeah. and you'd better be able to do like yeah 80 <laughs> 80 kind of just sit, sit. if you can sit on 80 you'll probably be okay um yeah. but most people are doing 80 or 90 mile an hour uh yeah. down yeah, that there's the there's gonna be like, people that are gonna be mad by the time they get uh to some of these cars because you know i mean a lot of guys will just put that in google maps and they'll go on they'll hit the interstate and do 60 and they're gonna get their doors blown off from what i hear yeah, Florida drivers are a little bit a little bit crazy. They can, uh, yeah. I think if you imagine, there's like a, uh, you know, you have the the slow lane and then you have the speed limit lane and then you have the fast lane. But then there's like the ultra fast lane, which just weaves in between them all. And that's like the 110 mile an hour guys in their in their beta yeah. that like you just shake your head as they go by. You're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm glad that car moved out of his way. Uh, right. Ken, Ken, tell us where you're at, dude. Uh, we got we got to know. We're excited to have you. Obviously, it's going to be really cool. I'd love to talk to you while you're here for sure. Um, kind of get your take, you know, from a overseas perspective of the event. So, uh, David said the left lane is for crime. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> Dirty Panda says he went to sleep with us on the on YouTube and uh, and wakes up with us here. Yeah, this is this is the earliest one we've ever done. Uh, Ken says he's in London. That's pretty cool, man. That's cool. Um, dude, I appreciate it. I, I don't know what else we, I, I don't want to just keep dragging you on, man. I think we've yeah. done a good job today. I think we've covered yep. off on, uh, yep. A bunch. And, uh, I, I hope you're okay with me getting some selfies while we're down there and, uh, and maybe picking your brain a little bit day three, four, see how you're holding up. Yep. No worries. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. We'll find you. All right. Uh, Guys, for everybody, just so you know, uh, destroyer 1320 is sponsoring all of the live streams through the whole week. I'm, I'm, 
pumped that we picked up that sponsor. I'm excited to see what we can do for, for him and his products and things like that. So, uh, Luke, I'm going to, I'm going to take you and put you in the backstage. I'm going to close out with the destroyer 13 or the destroyer 1320 stuff. And then, uh, me and you'll, I'll end the broadcast me and you'll touch base and, uh, exchange phone numbers. Okay. So hang tight, please. Good deal. Thanks, Mike. Yep. All right, guys, uh, everybody say bye to Luke, uh, over in the chat, wherever the hell it's at. I think it's over there. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. All right, y'all. I can't thank Luke enough for doing that. Um, again, can't thank Destroyer 1320 enough for, for signing up to be our sponsor for all the live streams. Every live we do, if we have service, I've heard service at Bradenton is a little spotty. Uh, so if we have to run over and uh, drop all the shorts and stuff across all of our social, my plan is to, to do 100, 150 videos throughout the week uh, between lives. And, um, you know, our lives won't be an hour long. They'll be four or five minutes around cars. Uh, 60 second spotlights are coming. I promise two or three every day on cars and then of course uh we're live every night 7 p.m on uh this week with tons and tons of drag and drive guests adam dory and chad reynolds who i've said a couple times uh are on a couple night daniel green's on tomorrow night uh, he just built a car specifically for sick week to do this you know him as danny diesel uh we got a ton of stuff coming so i'm gonna play the destroyer 1320 uh piece and uh we're gonna get out of here are you tired of worrying about your car when it's parked in the parking lot you're not around it you're at dinner you're at the mall you're worried about it Stop being worried about it, man. Go over to www.destroyer1320.com. Get yourself neutral release cover. If you pull this up and you don't see that, go over to destroyer1320.com. Get yourself one of them. Do yourself a favor. Get the latest TDS OBD2 cover. That will stop people from cloning your key. Head over to www.destroyer1320.com now. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to keep editing on that video. It looks, I don't like the way it is. I'm going to keep messing with it. Um, if you haven't done it yet, share the, share this out, please get everybody over to us as they can. Um, we're, we want to change our entire life with this event. So we're going to do it. Um, guys, see you later. I'm going to talk to Luke for a minute and then uh, I'm getting back to work.